G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as I mentioned, there is a marathon debate that's underway right now in Victoria over the Euthanasia Bill. It's the only matter that's being dealt with by the Parliament this sitting week. And MPs have been told to prepare to possibly sit on Friday for a vote. It's incredibly serious. Dan Flynn is the Victoria State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Dan's joining us for an update. Uh, Hello, Dan. Welcome along to 2020. That's my pleasure, Neil. A privilege to update your listeners. Well, Dan, this is incredibly important. It's one thing to be talking about the possibilities of this, but uh, really it's on our doorstep in Victoria Uh, The Premier, Daniel Andrews, really pushing very hard, recounting his own father's cancer death uh, in his contribution to the debate. How have you been monitoring things along? Uh, I've been in the gallery uh, and in the Parliament talking to MPs um, all day yesterday uh, and uh, we're back there today. Uh, The sittings will go till midnight uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, Yes, uh, Daniel Andrews did recount his own father's death uh, it was a um, uh, a death that uh, was attended by palliative care uh, and uh, certainly not something uh, that would justify assisted suicide. Uh, it was quite an emotional story and I respect his um, grief. Um, and what, what we are seeing in the parliament, I think, a lot, Neil, is a lot of unresolved grief that MPs have, um, but it's no justification for assisted suicide. Clearly there's a lot of emotion involved in a debate like this, uh, even when uh, the Premier, Daniel Andrews, uh, talks about his own father's death. Uh, he talks about good deaths and bad deaths. I mean, I, I suppose it's a simplistic way of talking about death, but what are your thoughts on the idea of good deaths and bad deaths? Well, he was recounting a good death um, and uh, somehow tried to make that a justification for assisted suicide. Um, a bad death is a death that uh, is in pain that's not properly attended to by palliative care. Palliative care um, are saying to parliamentarians, we can manage pain if we are resourced properly. Palliative care is patchy across Victoria, particularly in country areas. Um, uh, the, in terms of the training of doctors, the confidence of doctors uh, in delivering pain relief, um, it's all patchy, patchy and needs to be greater funded. That will avoid bad deaths. Um, And so to suggest, well, um, let's give people suicide pills rather than properly invest in pain-relieving palliative care is absolutely ridiculous um, and it's an ideological crusade. It's certainly not one supported by the medical profession. Now, while you've got the Labor government pushing this bill forward, a euthanasia bill in the Victorian Parliament, 
there is a bright light here which does lend some balance to this debate, and that is uh, the Deputy Premier, James Molino. He's trying to champion the arguments against euthanasia, uh, trying to scuttle the bill and uh, labelling it state-sanctioned suicide. Uh, Have you uh, heard much from uh, James Molino in the way that he's been presenting his case? Uh, I certainly have. Um, James uh, is a true uh, modern parliamentary hero, uh, his engagement in that debate was um, uh, uh, ferocious. Uh, it was passionate. Uh, he took on uh, his premier and he took on his health minister. Called this bill out for what it was: state-sanctioned suicide. Um, to see him at the dispatch table um, uh, delivering that speech among his Labor colleagues um, and across the uh, dispatch table uh, to the Liberal opposition, Liberal opposition. Uh, was eye-watery to see the courage of of a man like that. Um, And uh, we are naive to think uh, that there are no consequences uh, for James uh, or that this is um, uh, accepted by the leadership uh, of the government. It's not accepted, uh, but he's courageous uh, and um, uh, proceeding uh, on a a merits-based concern about this legislation. Now, there are so-called protections that are built into the bill. I mean, we're talking about a push for, as uh, James Molino calls it, state-sanctioned suicide. And uh, those who are supporting the bill saying, uh, we've got lots of protections in there, everyone will be okay, she'll be right, mate. Uh, 68 protections being considered. Uh, What are your thoughts on on those protections, Dan? Well, look, I've done a bit of... uh occupational health and safety law in my law practice, um, when you have to have remedial protections like this, it tells you there's something uh, wrong with the underlying product. Uh, If we had um, uh, this product of assisted dying, um, you know, without without, uh, all these remedial protections, we'd be a little more confident. The more protections, as you say, the more things that can go wrong, um, and uh, it shows that the, um, um, you know, there are this many human frailties that are trying to be managed. Um, you know, we are trying to manage, um, you know, coercion. Uh, we are trying to manage, um, uh, you know, the, the signing off of documents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, uh, this product is completely flawed, uh, and um, uh, certainly from the lawyers who've looked at it, uh, it's it's a disaster. Now, one of the good things about the debate, you must say, is that both sides in the Victorian Parliament have granted a conscience vote. Uh, But that means that, uh, you know, the right speech, the wrong speech can push things uh, in different ways as uh, as this proceeds. What are your thoughts on MPs? They have a conscience vote. Uh, Is it likely to go the way of euthanasia? How, How tight are the numbers? Are you familiar, Dan? Uh, look, certainly, look, the, the beauty of the conscience vote is it gives a voice to the electors and, and uh, constituents are speaking. <coughs> Excuse me, the, um, the evidence of the late night parliamentary sittings is showing up there. Um, um, electors are speaking to their MPs and they are urging them uh, to vote um, against this. Uh, in terms of the numbers, it's very close. Um, <coughs> it would be true to say that... Um, um, you know, it's perilously close. Um, we hope this is not lost uh, in the lower house. 
Um, there is a reasoned amendment uh, vote which we expect tonight. James Molino, the Deputy Premier, has put forward a reasoned amendment uh, and uh, he is seeking that the legislation be postponed until such time as there's proper attention given uh, to sorting out what drugs are going to be used, better palliative care and uh, better safeguards. Yes, so it, it, is hope, it is hoped that, that, um, that James Molino will um, win the day on that and that this matter will be um, postponed uh, for some time. Uh, let's talk about people who are against euthanasia and the first set of people that you would look to would be doctors. And it appears that uh, the AMA, it's doctors who are against euthanasia. Uh, so the fact that they're even debating this bill in the Victorian Parliament uh, is is concerning because doctors are against it in the first place. Look, absolutely. And I think um, uh, those MPs who are you know in the middle of this debate um, you, you know, uh, undecided. Um, it, it was heard last night in the Parliament that, look, um, the medical profession is deeply divided. Um, um, nobody can say that um, more than 50% of doctors support this. Um, we know all the large major medical associations are opposed. But as one MP said last night, uh, if 75% of doctors were in favour of this, um, I'd feel more comfortable but at best, I think maybe only 50% of doctors are. If that, that makes me as an MP feel very uncomfortable, um, the Speaker Cindy McLeish said last night in Parliament. Um, so um, the headline support for assisted dying drops when people learn that doctors are deeply divided on this issue. Dan, I guess the question is, uh, for listeners to our conversation today, uh, thinking it must be too late now, they're debating it in the Parliament, is it too late to be in contact with the Office of MPs in Victoria? Because there's, of course, a lower house and there's an upper house. There are MPs that are representing the people. Is it too late to be in contact with MPs at this point? Um, No, it's the perfect time, Neil. While the MPs are in Parliament... They have electoral officers at their suburban uh, electoral offices. So they've got staff there. And uh, the best thing that um, people can do is to ring their lower house legislative assembly members' office and uh, state their name, um, state their concern and ask that the member uh, vote against the bill and vote for uh, Deputy Premier James Molino's recent amendment to postpone the bill. Now, at the end of the day, that electoral officer will tell the MP, oh, Brian, you've had 25 calls today wanting you to vote against that bill. That's very powerful. So um, your listeners in Victoria, Neil, are encouraged to pick up the phone uh, and call their local member's office and leave that message. Well, it doesn't sound like a hard thing to do, does it? Just picking up no, the phone, uh, but you've got to search for the number of your local MP's electorate yes. office, uh, yes. find that number, and it's a matter of just making a call. Someone will pick up the phone, or if it goes to an answering service, you can leave a message, I'm sure. But uh, it's Correct. a matter of simply picking up the phone and uh, in a very simple way just saying that uh, your encouragement is to uh, vote against this bill. So it's as easy as that, Dan. It's as easy as that, and it's incredibly powerful. Um, you know, um, literally, we are seeing votes change because of calls to the office. Um, one of the speakers said yesterday, um, I've received 20 calls from my office today. I'm not going to uh, vote until I've considered the content of those calls. 
Um, this is democracy in action. Uh, this is people power. Um, and um, we are all responsible to take action here to defeat euthanasia. Well, Dan Flynn, always appreciate your updates. You are there on the ground, in the parliament, observing things as they're happening and, uh, as you say, taking opportunity where you can to talk to MPs. I'm sure uh, that in those short conversations that you're having with MPs uh, that they're expectant that they'll hear something from you. Uh, just before I let you go, when you're, when you're in those sorts of conversations, uh, what are the primary things that you're uh, letting those MPs know, as someone who's a representative of the Australian Christian lobby, you're holding a Christian worldview on this issue of euthanasia. How do you sort of share some important points in a very short time in a conversation with an MP? Look, I think the first thing is kindness, um, knowing that members of Parliament will be on different sides and to be able to have relationships with um, uh, people on all sides of this debate. Uh, Christian kindness, I think, is the first principle. Um, and... Um, and then look to answer their concerns. You know, what, what, what is concerning you about this? Then look to link them um, with a doctor or a lawyer who can provide the sort of information they require to overcome that hurdle. So it's really about connecting people at this stage um, and uh, just looking to address these concerns, realising uh, that um, as these MPs speak, they're often talking about um, appearance, uh, death, um, or something very personal and traumatic to them. Uh, so it is a very emotional time and, um, you know, kindness, I think, is, is a great starting point. And a great insight, and thank you for sharing that for listeners about the sort of work that you do in resourcing those MPs so that they can have their concerns addressed and in a relevant and a truthful way. Dan Flynn, the Victorian State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Dan, thanks so much for taking some time to update us today on 2020. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.